Hello and welcome back to A Method to the Madness, Breaking Bad Edition. I'm your host, Patrick. Joining me is Michi. Hello. And today we are covering Breaking Bad Season 5, Episode 1. What's the title? Uh, uh, Live Free or Die. Yeah, with reference yeah. to that crazy-ass number plate. What do you call that shit? Like a quote on a number plate, like a, a saying for that state. Oh, right. Okay. It's Is it of Albuquerque or something? Uh, no, no, um, New Hampshire. Oh, right, okay. Anyway, their Adage, or whatever you'd call it, is a, is live free or die, which is like a pretty full-on thing to put on a number play. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's America, though. Like, that's that's how they live their life. Yeah, live mate. free or well, die. <laughs> constantly at gunpoint. Yeah. So you got to have that. <laughs> you got to have that state of mind. All right. Their freedom is constantly under threat. Yeah. <laughs> This is the first episode of the final season, and oh man, oh boy, does shit start picking up. Um, we're entering a whole new world, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's pretty different. It's, it's yeah, we'll get into it. Let's go and, into a plot summary. Sorry, before that, is it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of one season, but to me, I view it as two seasons. They because did split it, it up into two seasons. And how many episodes is it total? Isn't it like eight 16? each or something? Yeah, yeah. so it's 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 kind of like almost big enough to be two seasons. So it's sort of like the end. It's like, yeah, we are starting the end of... of we are starting the last season, but we've actually got quite a lot of episodes left, I suppose. It's not like, you know, your usual nine to 12 episodes. It's like 16, so... Right. I mean, it's probably the same... Roughly the same amount as Better Call Saul, which is six seasons, ten episodes per season, so... Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Um, yeah, let's go into a plot summary. Okay. The episode starts with a flash forward to Walt in a restaurant on his 52nd birthday. Walt illegally purchases a machine gun off his arms dealer, which is hidden inside the trunk of a car. In the present, Walt disposes of any evidence connecting him to Gus's killing and Brock's poisoning. Skylar tries not to speak to Walt, explaining that she is now scared of him. Walt suddenly remembers the surveillance cameras that Gus installed in the Superlab, realizing that the footage Gus may have collected could incriminate him. The following day, Mike learns of Gus's death and drives back to New Mexico in a rage. He comes across Walt and Jesse and is prepared to kill Walt, but Walt and Jesse convince Mike that Gus's laptop needs to be dealt with, which has been seized by police as evidence. Mike advises that they all leave the city as soon as possible as the police will find them in the lab camera footage. However, Jesse and Walt concoct a plan to use an industrial electromagnet to destroy the laptop from outside the police building. They pull it off despite being forced to abandon the truck at the police station. As they drive away, Walt defies Mike's doubts that everything has been settled. Meanwhile, Saul approaches Scarlet at the car wash and tells her that Ted survived the injury from his encounter with Patrick and Hugh. Skylar visits Ted in the hospital and finds that he has been fitted with a spinal brace. An intimidated Ted tells her that he will remain silent about what caused his injury. Elsewhere, Walt argues with Saul about the lawyer's failure to inform him about Skylar's bailout to Ted. It is revealed that Hugh was told to pickpocket Jesse's rice and cigarette, which is why Jesse believed it was lost. Saul presents the cigarette to Walt in a plastic bag, remarking that he had no idea what was going to poison Brock in the service of killing Gus. Saul tries to end this... Saul tries to end his and Walt's business relationship, but Walt threateningly tells him, we're done when I say we're done. End of episode. All right. All right. Okay, so, yeah, this this episode right from the get-go. Well, okay, first of all, okay, we, we start with a, a flash forward um, yep. of Walt's, yeah, uh, after he's, well, on his way back from 
wherever he got sent um, that snowy place. I'm assuming it's Alaska. Yeah, um, it is Alaska. Yeah. And uh, he's having breakfast at that place, and then it's on his 52nd birthday, which, I mean, don't we learn in a bit that this all happened in less than a year? Um, yeah, because he it, was 50 in the first episode, right? Yeah, and then he t- in a couple episodes, that's where he has his like, 51st birthday. Um, yeah. And then, he spends, and then he spends almost just as long in, in Alaska. So, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, it's interesting to get that time perspective. Like, oh, 100%. It's, you know, really it, is, it is like in the first episode. So he says that, you know, change is, it's like a chemical, volatile chemical reaction. It all happened so fast, so much change so quickly. And then, you know, it kind of died down afterwards. Yeah. Um, it's, but anyway, Walt, yeah, sorry. Walt takes like a year to become like, a murderer basically yeah i don't know if that's quick or if not <laughs> like yeah yeah I true I, f- I feel like it's pretty quick yeah it is a little quick yeah. um anyway it's it's we have a destination is the point i guess um and we and also we have, have a this... return of like the flash forwarding technique because we haven't yeah, seen f- one in a while uh season two was the only one i can think of right yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact, is it only season two? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, so we got a nice sense of foreboding. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then we, it does the season one and two bridge thing where it, it picks up immediately where it left off, um, yep. which is pretty cool. And, yeah, so... And then the rest of the episode, Walt has just turned into a straight-up villain uh, in, the, <laughs> in this final season. Um, so we start off seeing this... Uh, with him and Skylar's relationship. Yeah. Um, Skylar is, is terrified of Walt. Um, and yeah, man, he's, and you know, by the end, um, it turns into like a full on, like, you know, it is, is it, it is an abusive relationship. You know, Walt never hits Skylar, but you know, it's still, I'd say he classifies that as like, you know, intimidation or like, I don't know. <laughs> Walt says to Skylar, "I forgive you," regarding um, uh, her spending the yeah. money on on to pay Ted's bills. That and was shit. fucking yeah. nasty. Yeah, I know. How sinister is that? Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like and, he's he's just he's so threatening now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He threatens Saul. Um, oh yeah. Like physically. <laughs> oh. Saul was cowering. Dude, I felt um, so sorry for him. He he yeah. he, he looks legitimately so fucking scared. Like, yeah, he's man. just looking at the ground at his feet while Walt's walking up to him. It's like, man, like, you know, like, it, it, Walt is seriously, a, like, proper showing his dominance here, but in, like, a really nasty way. Yeah. It's interesting because we get the perspective of, of Walt and see how that progressed. But from the perspective of these characters, they just see Walt intermittently. And yeah. every time, you know, and you just, you know that he's probably, you know, killed more people. Um, mm. that's probably what Saul knows, right? It's just that he, Walt is just, every time he meets Walt, he's just killed more people. And yeah. yeah, like you would be that fucking scared of him. Like, it's not like Walt can, you know, has a, like a knife or a gun on him at that point, but you don't, fuck you, man. You don't want to cross him, eh? Yeah, no, um, you don't. So, so you un- totally understand what <laughs> Saul is thinking at that point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like throughout the episode, just like how when... Mike says, you know, how, how do we know the laptop got destroyed? And then Walt replies with, because I say so. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's yeah, he's changed so much. 
Yeah. Already immediately, like within the first episode. Yeah, yeah. He's it's so different from every other season combined. Even I reckon, like yeah. it's it's crazy. And yeah. you know that was that was Vince Gilligan's initial um, elevator pitch for this show is that he said he wanted to turn Mister Rogers into Scarface, and this is it. We're here. We're at the Scarface point. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's awesome. I mean, you know, it's it's terrifying, but it's it's also awesome. Um, as a TV show, obviously. I mean, if this wouldn't be awesome if this happened in real life, but yeah, no. I like how so when we transitioned from season one to season two, there almost wasn't really a transition. It was just a continuation of the plots of what was going on in season one, just morphed into season two, right? You right. know, like particularly with the end with, with Chuko and all that. And this episode sort of does the same thing where we start off after, obviously, a flash forward with Skylar talking on the phone with Walt, um, which is exactly what happened in season, th- like just in the previous episode. So like kind of repeating a scene, I guess, and then continuing that scene for the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Except in season one to two you had like so much more going on and it was feasible to do that but this time you kind of like like where do you continue from this it's just like gus is dead um walt says he's done it's just very unusual to directly continue a season after that like i would have expected the first time watching this season after when it was just coming releasing right that they would just like cut forward a few months or something like that yeah Um, because you know everything's finalized and you're just like what the fuck is going to happen then if we're just continuing immediately after season four episode 13 but then it just works because walt just thinks of this laptop you know and and immediately straight away we've got like okay well this isn't done yet like the lab's been destroyed gus is dead but we've still got this laptop to deal with which obviously introduces then a lot of other things that need to be dealt with too but i just thought it's just such a great like great thing to just add in to keep Mm. the fuel burning i guess yeah and it was fun. I, I hundred percent agree. Yeah, I, like, you know, just from, like, my intuition of of having watched, you know, a lot of you know movies and TV shows. Yeah, I would I would have also just assumed that it would, you know, just start like maybe three months later. You know, after they've had like a period of um of quiet or something like that, because it did wrap up so nicely. Yeah. But yeah, no, that it's it's so genius having the laptop as as this um I know. <laughs> uh what, what do you call it? Like a like a catalyst for the the this new story. Yeah, it's like and, it's like cutting it and and leaving it a few months in the plot is like like beta quality TV show shit. Breaking yeah, bad's yeah, like yeah. now nah, fuck this, we're going to continue on immediately where we left off where we left off and we're going to have a reason for it. So good. And I love this um how Walt, you know, he's trying to pour himself a drink to celebrate his victory. Yeah. And then he and then he remembers something and then he goes again and he remembers something else. And then when he finally sits down to drink it and then he takes a sip and then he stands up because he remembers the laptop. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so and then they got this new problem. And what a what a creative fucking solution this is. Like, you know, talk about like writing yourself into like a corner you know that's that's something often that um uh, like you know big tv shows do like i don't know think of game of thrones or something like that maybe it's Mm. like (laughs) they just didn't they had so much to resolve white walkers um you know the the daenerys uh and cersei thing and yeah that's what you call like writing writing themselves into a corner like they 
you know, they, they had to make up some bullshit, um, like solution and pretty much it it just feels, yeah, it just doesn't feel good. And so that's something that writers try to avoid is putting themselves into that situation in the first place. So when you hear, you know, when Mike gives that explanation of like, it's, it's in police, you know, evidence locker, it's guarded 24 hours a day. It's the most like secure place you could ever think of. And it's like, fuck, man, like, how would you get it out of there? And then, yeah, they come up with this solution to put a giant magnet in a truck. And dude, it's just so clever. It's so it, awesome. It's cool. It's, it's, yeah. I think this is one of my more iconic scenes. Just the whole police department magnet, like, scene. Like, that was just fucking awesome. Yeah. I love when, um, they're testing it out and then and then it works and then there, there's the two guys in the background who are like obviously like the engineers or something and they like fist bump yeah yeah because <laughs> they're like fuck yeah it worked <laughs> and we get the return of that mechanic from yeah. season two or three <laughs> it, remember how he was um the one that was trying to like tell hank to fuck yeah. off when he was trying to get in the van and this dude is just like 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 he just seems like this like ordinary mechanic working at a scrapyard but he's like so intelligent he just knows so much <laughs> yeah. shit and he's just talking to Walt about how they hook this battery up and just seems like such an intelligent bloke he is he's very intelligent um yeah and i i love how um <laughs> when you know because jesse comes up with the solution right um he's he's trying so hard to get his opinion heard um when when walt and mike are arguing and then when they actually do give him you know like a like a moment to speak the best he can do is like imitate (laughs) the laptop going into the magnet and exploding yeah yeah he can't he can't (laughs) describe it (laughs) but it does work so there you go props to him yeah um and yeah and then and then also you know we get this is the start of the the trio of mike gus and jesse um really good chemistry between these two and i like how jesse is sort of the glue holding these these guys together because mike and jesse have a, have a good you know standing and uh obviously jesse and walt do as well um but not mike and walt yeah and then they got some friction there so entertaining to watch um yeah mike and mike and walt butting heads is just like such a good i know they they, they just bring out the absolute like best in each other in terms of like um like you know bringing up points and like arguing about how to be a good criminal yeah because they both have like experience like different their experiences uh are about in different fields of how to be a criminal i don't know it's just very entertaining to watch yeah honestly it's great um but yeah that's pretty much all i have for this episode which is pretty yeah just a good setup for the rest of the season good intro um one thing r.i.p ted benneke bro he's not dead (laughs) yeah i know but he fucking might as well be like geez he's fucked like can you can you believe that like tripping over in your own kitchen and then you end up in like some like he he looks he's in this you know this spine brace thing whatever you call it and he just looks so gaunt and fucked like the poor bloke and that's the last time we see him too yeah yeah that's the funny thing right like that's it for the for the rest of breaking bad like that that this the last shot of him sitting there with his silly brace on that's it for ted benneke it's kind of like really bizarre it's it's pretty fucked like yeah Yeah. poor bloke should have paid that back the irs this wouldn't have happened yep he shouldn't have been a dickhead that's the lesson you should take away from this exactly a quadriplegic for the rest of his life (laughs) that's what he should learn yeah don't 
don't evade tax, uh, boys and girls. That's what will happen to you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks for listening and uh, join us next episode. See ya. See ya. Describe the building. <laughs> describe. How about I describe Fort Knox? And what are you going to do? Are you going to put on your black leotard and go dangling on a clothesline? It's a building full of cops. What else do you need to know? And why in the hell am I talking to you? Mike, we got to do something. I am doing something. He's good with this stuff, okay? Just give him a chance. Here you look. That laptop might as well be on the moon. They build these evidence rooms like bank vaults because guess what? Lunatics like you want to break into them. If you like this series, Mitch is going to tell you where you can find more of these. Yep, so you can find us on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud or Stitcher. And we've also got a website, amtgm.com, where you can find our fabulous episodes on Breaking Bad. If you have any questions, queries, insights or criticism, you can send them to mail at amtgm.com. And as always, thank you for listening.